3: about Um, really sorry to barge in Uh, I don't know what's up here Uh, and if I interrupted something I'm sorry but this is important Uh, I really really felt like it was important that I come up here and make it known to both of you but mostly you that I am here if you don't mind I will begin at the beginning.
4: It's a new day. Let's get going.
5: One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. VIG.
6: So filthy so nasty someone call someone well a grandma
4: in japan proves that age is nothing but a number for some granny on the ones and twos there i like that here's a look at the world's oldest dj turning the tables laying down tracks at a popular nightclub in tokyo the 82 year old has cooked with her family business for several years but then a few years back the tokyo woman decided to kick off a new career in spinning music And she has no plans on stopping anytime soon. Are you excited for your party?
5: Not one bit. That's a woman for you. (laughs) Don't
7: bogart that joint,
8: my friend. Pass it over to me. Ah,
3: mamma mia. Don't bogart that joint,
8: my friend. Pass it over to me.
9: And now, what's up, you guys? Welcome to another all new Kevin and Bean show. This time it's a Friday day. Our feature presentation. It's it's Friday. It is. Yeah. I got yeah. slapped down bad last week. Maybe. Well, right out of the gate. You know why it isn't Friday? That's why. It's, what? it's right. Friday. You've already lost this argument.
8: It's Friday, the twenty uh, second of June. Welcome to an all new Kevin and Bean show.
6: Hey kids. Hey.
8: What was that? I just heard a ding.
6: No, he didn't.
9: <laughs> I wonder whose that was then. Alright.
6: Everything's fine.
9: Guys, I um saw my second movie in two weeks last night. You oh. are out of control. I'm on fire. Wow. I can't, I can't be I can't stop and I won't stop. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Um, that's like
8: everyone else seeing one a year.
9: Right. I just Wait, hold on. No, Is that that's, for... like a, that's like everybody else see one a day. <laughs> okay, thank you. Better. <laughs> um, and I think it's because they're uh, – I love documentaries. Documentaries are my favorite. And uh, I find myself, when I, when I have the time and I've got some Netflix, uh, I'm right into the documentaries. You know, like we were talking about Evil Genius last week. You know, that's what I, there's something about real-life stuff that fascinates me even more than made-up stuff for the most part. I mostly read um, nonfiction, for instance, same reason. But uh, two weeks ago, or less than two weeks ago, I saw the RBG uh, documentary about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And last night I went to see the Pope's movie. The Pope's movie,
6: yes, Pope Francis. Didn't know Pope had a movie. Of...
9: He does.
6: And yeah, he... it's him at Glastonbury. Just it's him partying. <laughs> it's already right. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah.
9: yeah. It is. Uh, it is wonderful, you guys. What and... is
6: it? A documentary about the Pope?
9: Yes, it is and a documentary Pope about Francis. The Pope. Pope Francis, yes, okay. and he and he uh, not only uh, participates, but I mean, he is the central figure in it. In that, I mean, that much of the movie is him. Looking right into the camera and speaking and answering questions. And got to tell you,
6: I don't I don't need a reality show with the Pope. Same out. No, thank you. Yeah. Unless you say he did the soundtrack and he edited it. I'm a little creeped (laughs) out. Wait, hold
9: on. Why why not? Why would not you be interested in what the Pope has to say? I mean, he's a he's a brilliant man. And there are a lot of brilliant men that I don't want to hear what they have to say.
6: I, I just don't want him looking at the camera. Like, I don't know. There's something like. Office about it. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that in my pope. I said that for years. I don't want you pulling a gym.
9: <laughs> um,. And he just, he simplifies things so much because he's just such a very decent man. Look, I should backtrack and say I'm not a religious person. This is and, the weird part. Being right. does not believe in God. But, yeah, but I do believe in being kind to other people. Of course. Yeah.
6: You but have reverence for him. I, I totally, totally understand that. popes.
9: All I love, of them. No, that's not true. I didn't like the Nazi I mean you pope have less, Yeah, you Nazi popes
6: are real yeah. You have
9: lesser ones and better ones, but they're all on the list. Mm-hmm. And by the way, um... What's going on with Pope Benedict? It's very, very suspicious right? that they... Not a word yeah. out of that cat for, like, five years, Sketchy right? Mofo. You just Sh- call a pope a cat? So... I mean, he just, he's, he's just, I mean, somebody said it best in the film that his whole life is a sermon because he, he is the great person we all wish we could be in terms of how accepting he is. Again, I'm not, I'm not a religious person. I'm not a Catholic. I know there are a lot of problems with the Catholic church in terms of not letting women be priests and lots of other things that they do that I don't approve of and agree with.
6: I think that's the least of their problems. Right. I know.
9: And by the way, he's very strong on that. He very strong on that. He said, not only do you get kicked out of the church but every everybody involved in the church should cooperate to the fullest extent of possibility with the law to make sure those people go down and if go to jail. If only
6: that happened and they well, just weren't moved to another parish.
9: I think, but I that's think it would be coming better coming
6: from a long-time Catholic that has a lot of issues.
9: Yeah, I and I get I get the all of that. As well. I think my thing is that he just believes that people are good yeah. and gives people the benefit of the doubt and you know he you know he talks about so many um, pressing issues of the day you know like including including you know immigration and migrants around the world he's like look if you want security give security you know and he just talks about how we're all brothers and, and it's so it's just so inspiring to see him meeting with uh imans from from islam and meeting with you know jews and meeting with just everybody from all around the world he's like he is look, the, look. Founder no, he's he's the founder no he's not right? at all he's not at all that too, too. I mean, you know. I just feel like if there were more people like them, there would, like him, there would be far fewer wars over faith, is Doesn't what I'm saying. Doesn't he always saying.
6: call people Bubba?
9: He does not. That's De- not Wouldn't the awesome, sure? that be awesome, though? Right. That, that is. would be an awesome Pope That's move. what
6: I'm saying. Hey, it's Bubba. Like, hey, Bubba. I'm going to give you two Hail Marys. <laughs> I promise. He is
9: a dick. He's not a dick. He's a no, wonderful okay. He's a wonderful man. I misunderstood. And then, you, and then you see him, like, you know, counseling prisoners and wash, washing the feet of the poor and just... Does he know, do his own stunts? It's not a jackass movie, Kevin. I'm out a, then. The movie about the, why are you finding no interest whatsoever in this because movie? Because I have no man's... interest whatsoever in this movie.
6: What if he blew his nose and his eyeball popped out? <laughs> then I'm in. Right? Now I'm in. <laughs> I, I, but uh, guys, He's the man who invented booyah.
9: That it
3: would, would be, awesome. be
8: awesome. That movie I would watch. <laughs>
9: All right. If You're talking any...
8: about the Pope, yes, and a movie where he talks.
9: I am going to tell you that if you saw the film, and you won't, and I won't. won't. But if uh, if you were if you were on a desert island, and you had access to one movie, I and wouldn't watch it. it. One, you ahead. just wouldn't watch it, right? <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's a humbling experience to see somebody who is that close to his faith and believes as strongly as he does in people, and uh, and friendship and love. And I'm telling you. You, you. Uh, at least I f- felt a little, you know, a little changed walking out of the film.
5: In his pants.
9: Okay. <laughs> I am. I am apparently You're, wasting this review your, on this audience. Your
8: version <laughs> and my version of being in New Orleans are two completely different things.
6: <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 let me ask you yes, on ma'am. the ranking of popes. Mm-hmm. You like him better than uh, Pope John Paul II?
8: I do. Do you know that you're extending this
9: conversation? I do. It's already gone on for 15 minutes? I do. Where Bean talks about the goddamn Pope? Yeah. He's my favorite Pope of all time. That's great. And I love him, and I just, I'm already starting to get nervous that he's not a young man, because I want him to be Pope forever. Sure. All right, let's talk about
8: today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we?
9: That sounds great. Let me know how that goes. Keep it 100,
8: because it's Friday. By the way, all of, there was some questioning, all of the Armenian comedian songs that we featured yesterday are available for keep it 100. Just for well, the I mean, record. technically
9: we did play them on the right. radio and that's what we said you if know. you've ever heard it on K-Rock it's available. If we have it in
8: the system, which we do.
9: I'm uh I don't know if I'm uh, eligible. I am texting in today. I deci- I came up with a song, song about the boat. That- nope, I came up with a song yesterday that I'm dying to hear. I don't know why it popped into my mind, but I am going to text in uh, later on this morning and try to get my song played. Okay. And then, and then I'll call in and do the whole thing and everything. And well, hey, what, what are you Texture doing 100. this weekend? I'm going to see a Pope movie. <laughs> All right. Why did you request this song? I might go see it again. How do you like that? But anyway, would I be eligible if I texted in if I were Texture 100? I don't believe so.
6: Did why you not? miss a lot of jokes? So you want to see it again? You were like laughing. You're like, I got to see this a second time.
9: I would like to commit more of the Holy Father's words to memory. That's why I would like to see it again. Oh, wow.
8: Can we. Just move on. Okay. Okay. Jersey Shore recap.
9: Omar says he loves and hates these people.
8: Cheers with Beer Mug. Mission Impossible Fallout. Mm-hmm. 30 Seconds to Mars. Back with what's happening
7: next. Kevin and Bean on K Rock.
9: K R O Q. By the way, uh, Stryker yesterday pointed out that, you know, with a warp tour in town in Pomona yesterday, that no doubt played the warp tour. Back in 1995. Now, when you think Warped Tour, you don't nor- normally think about No Doubt. Yeah, true. I went on a little bit of a deep dive because I knew this was the last year for Warped Tour. I'm sorry, Allie. I'm stealing 30 seconds of your time. I apologize. Some of the other acts that have played the Warped Tour in the past that you would never associate with the Warped Tour include Kid Rock. Sure. A- Eminem. Wow. Eminem. Wow. Incubus. D- doesn't sound like a fit, does it? Nope. Uh, stained. Katy Perry. Oh, hey, Katy Perry. On, you? you go, girl. It was meeting in the front row. Is anything further away from the warp Tour in your mind than Katy Perry? No, definitely mm-hmm. not. She played it and uh, Limp Biscuit. So apparently there's a long long history of bizarre Band's hmm. play of the Warp Tour, but this is the uh, this is the final run and they got a couple more dates in California and then we say goodbye. All right, 555 this Friday morning. Alan McKay, you're up. What's happening?
6: Well, yesterday we were talking about the uh Comedy Central roast of Bruce Willis that's going to take place on your televisions on Comedy Central July 29th, the roast Roasters haven't been named yet, but yesterday we found out that the MC will be Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and we all thought, "Huh, okay, love him, but a strange choice." Yeah, and I was wondering what what about Jeff Ross? And you had mentioned that you had talked to Jeff, and he said, "Oh, this roast
8: going to be good," and he said Bruce Willis asked for this roast.
6: Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I have to say, I saw a little uh, teaser yesterday. Yes. And I thought, okay, maybe Bruce Willis is kind of into it. Remember the movie The Sixth Sense? Yes. I see dead people. Uh Uh-huh. I won't give it away, but... Right. Right? So, you've got Bruce Willis playing Bruce in this clip. Mm -hmm. And then Jeff Ross plays uh, little Haley Joel Osment. Oh, is that right? In the bed, talking to him. (laughs) But the back and forth between the two trying to roast each other as characters from The Sixth Sense? Huh. Ish? Just take a listen.
2: I want to tell you my secret now.
7: Okay. I see old people. Well, I see chubby people. I see bald people. So do I. I see former heartthrob people. I see future hard blockage, people. I see easy target, people. I see shops at target, people. I see can't turn down any action movie script that comes my way, people.
3: I see can't turn down a third helping of potatoes, people. Mm. And I'm not talking about sweet potatoes, which are pretty low on the glycemic index, as far as potatoes go. Mm.
7: <laughs> that was a good one. Thanks. I see this is just my B material. I haven't even gotten to your music career yet, people.
3: I see, I'm gonna regret this
7: roast. Yippee Kai roast, mother. It's gonna be a
3: long M night. Eesh. I'm
7: just saying. That's
3: pretty funny. I, I didn't like it. hate
7: it, right?
9: That's pretty funny.
6: Huh! I'm into it. When is this, uh, Allie? Do we do the end of July, Sunday, July July 29th on Comedy Central? They are taping it um, a couple weeks earlier at the Hollywood Palladium. I don't know if there's tickets, but
8: and I asked Jeff Ross if he would come in and tell us about it just before, and he said yes, absolutely.
6: Awesome! Yeah, very good stuff. Um, So this weekend, pretty much just Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. I guess no I'm one wants to go uh, up against that movie. It's expected, you know, when they say this, they're always wrong, but uh, expected to bring in between 130 million and 140 million in North America.
8: I mean, I'll get to it if I can see, if I have time after the Pope
9: movie.
6: Thank right. you. Yeah. Thank you. And you might be so deep in reflection right. after the Pope movie,
9: have to you go need back. a couple
4: days. That's a good point. Yeah. I hope
9: to get to it. Yeah. Pope had no comments on dinosaurs, by the way. Thank you, Bean, for that update.
4: All right. <laughs> Incredibles 2. Can we just
8: vote? Have we heard enough about the Pope movie so far already maybe. today? I think maybe. All yeah. right. All hands up. Yeah.
6: Okay. Uh, Incredibles 2 expected to make another 80 to $90 million in wow. second place. Not bad for uh, your second weekend. That would be a great opening for a first weekend. For
8: almost all other movies. Yes, yes.
6: absolutely. So pretty much uh, just that in the theaters this weekend. And, get your daughters ready, Mattel is putting together another movie based on those American Girls dolls. The film is currently being written by Neil Moritz. He did 21 Jump Street and the Fast and Furious films. What? That's a... Yeah. Okay. Which makes me wonder, is this kind of a departure for the American Girls? They get in a little, uh... You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No? So Probi- I doubt it. Probably not at so all. By the way, uh, there have been other American Girl movies. You might remember 2006. Molly, an American girl on the home front. 2005's Felicity, an American girl adventure. Hmm. What about 2004? Samantha, an American girl holiday. Where'd she go?
8: I've not heard of any of those.
6: 2008. Kit Kittredge, an American girl. Hmm. All right. All right. What are you talking about? American girl? American Girl. All right, so I'm
8: going to see the Pope movie, mm-hmm. then American Girl. Yeah. And then if I have time, I'm going to go to Jurassic World.
6: Okay, excellent. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about the Roseanne spinoff. Spoiler right. alert, it's a go.
8: Is that right? Yep.
6: Wow. Some birthdays for you. Today's show, voice host. All around good human being, Carson Daly, actor Donald Faison, singer Cindy Lauper, and actress Meryl Streep. And that's what's happening.
7: The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Beer
8: Mug is here.
3: Hey, hey, Mugs. Hey, up, up, up. Right. There we go. Mm. I, was I was make just... a habit of not turning on his mic. <laughs> My bad. How dare you? That's a good policy, actually. Right? Right? Come on. How are you guys doing this morning? We're good. Bugs, did you, uh, did you do some DJing this morning? I did. I did. And let me tell you, uh, the midnight, uh, I start at midnight and then go all the way up to you guys. Oh, that's great. And by the time 4 a.m. hits, I am hurting mentally, physically. So on our
9: show, you're sharp now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> great. I can't that's,
3: even believe I'm standing It's That's good right planning.
9: planning. Well, <laughs> sounds like a really good uh, schedule for you and for us, Bugs. Right. Can't stop, won't stop. All right. So you not only are working double time, but you have uh, gone out uh, once again to your favorite watering hole. For a couple of interviews, what was your topic this time
3: around? My topic this time around, you guys remember the, uh, the uh, speeding ticket I got right before Memorial Day, right? Yeah, Yeah. give us a brief recap. Well, what happened was I was... uh, Brief. Brief. (laughs) How dare you? Uh, Ten minutes away from work, I get pulled over on the 10 freeway. Um, The cop was a dick right off the bat, the CHP officer, and um, apparently I wasn't moving fast enough, so he pushed me. He helped move me off the freeway and uh, wrote me a speeding ticket. Muggs claims that his... Front bumper of the highway patrol pushed him off the mm-hmm. off of roadway. Ah.
9: Yeah, and he, he is still that, with that story, right? That's because that's what happened. That happens. Right. Yeah. So your topic for the bar was how to. What do you do now? Now that you've gotten the ticket, how can you avoid you, having yeah, to pay it?
3: Right? I, you know, I figured that these people are probably you know experienced in getting tickets before, so uh, I wanted to see how I could get out of it. When Muggs has questions, he goes to the people he knows most.
10: Beer mug. He wants to go where everybody
9: knows his name.
11: Yeah. Asking questions
12: with no shame. What do you, what are you? <laughs> he's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Oh! Beer Mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Oh, oh,
2: oh, 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 wow.
8: Now, I haven't listened to this, but every other one so far has been uh, mugs getting, it seems like, increasingly drunk as the night goes on. More than the people he's talking to. Right. Absolutely. Is that the case in this particular one as well? I can't remember. Okay.
3: (laughs) Veronica, how am I going to get out of my speeding ticket?
11: So when he pulled you over, you should have said to him that you would meet him later on and you would, like, take care of
3: him. I'll tell you what, Veronica. (laughs) Even if I did that, he he wasn't going to have it because he was a dick from the get-go. How am I going to get out of my speeding ticket? You have soft hands, don't you? Yeah, I do have soft hands. All right, I'm here with Big Steve. Big Steve, how the hell am I going to get out of my speeding ticket? Hope the cops don't show up. Is that is that the key? Yeah, the cops will show up to court your ticket's gone. What if he does show up to court? You'll Well, actually, there is one way, but you have to be real comfortable with it. I heard a always works. I'm a little uncomfortable with it, so. But you might be. I you own know, the beard and everything. Yeah. I'm just fine. Esther, uh, <laughs> I have a question. I'm trying to get out of a speeding ticket. Do you have any uh, tips or pointers for that?
4: Flash a boob.
3: Uh, what if What if my boob is hairy? Ooh. Shave it. <laughs> Monty, I got a. I now that I have you here. Money. I got a speeding ticket the other day. What should I how, What should I do to get out of it? That's a tough question. Man. You got a speeding ticket. Jesus Christ. Well, they probably (laughs) saved your life, man. They're giving you that. I mean. I'm being uh, mean. I know. No, 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 no. No, you're being real, Monty, and I like it. I was only going 73 miles per hour. Oh, wow. All right. So you saved some lives. They saved some lives. When I was on the freeway, you're supposed to go that fast. Yeah, I love you, man. I'm on your side, but
4: That's the problem
3: is, <laughs> no, actually, I think they had your back. So you wouldn't hurt nobody. <laughs> <laughs> what if I told you the guy was a dick and he pushed me off the freeway? Was it a peace officer or was it just a regular guy? Uh, I, I, if I hadn't already said it, it's the CHP. I love this series. I know your heart glows. Hey, listen, I have I have respect for every peace officer around the world. I know you do. Except the bad ones. Well, we hope we don't have any of those. Right, because we cheer for the good, good guys, not the bad, good guys. 110%, Beermark. May I cheers with you? You may, Monty. No. Yo. You may. Cheers. Cheers. Monty was not having it. No. Wow. no, He was uh, definitely yeah. on the officer's side. Yeah, he had no time for your
9: BS. <laughs> no. By the way, if you two don't live together, right, yeah. I'm going to be disappointed. And I need a, a television show based on you two living together as well. <laughs> Correct.
3: <laughs> we have to start a podcast, I think. Oh, At a so minimum. Good. Well, oh, well that's done, Muggsy. you. So
7: it. good. The Kevin and Bean Show. World famous K-Rock.
11: This is Zero Club. Yeah, I'm so thug because I'm driving on in. I feel like I'm on drugs because this is my thug life. This is what I love.
9: So don't fill it up because we are so thug. This is Zero Club. Kev Dog! The uh, Zero Club is back, Kevin? All right, listen.
8: The Zero Club never went away. Well, what I'm, do you mean? Listen. All right, this is... I pulled some tape from when this started, which was October 3rd, 2016. Oh, my God. That's when... The first time the Zero Club was brought up. Here it is.
9: Kevin tweeted a photo of his car dashboard with the words distance to empty on it. Zero miles. And then he tweets this. A, made it. B, new record. Yeah. C, keep doing what I'm
8: doing. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Because a week before that. It was one mile to empty.
9: Now, what would have happened if there hadn't been a gas station in that final mile See, that's
8: Because you're not a precise person, Bean, like I am.
6: My Uh, car (laughs) lets me know at 30 miles. And I never knew that until two weeks ago because I never (laughs) go at least, usually a quarter of a tank. That's my limit. Like, oh, my God, I need gas. Okay,
9: so that was October 3rd, 2016. Mm, All right, so that's like a year and nine months ago you brought that up on the
7: air.
8: And people started sending in pictures, which was a shock. That other people sent in pictures of their dashboards. Right. And it zero miles on it. And then it sort of, we sort of started a club. We were giving out t-shirts for a while. <laughs> that's right. The zero club t-shirt. It was the weirdest thing but, that's ever happened because I assumed rightly so that it's a dumb thing to do. When I came in, Bean would make fun of me. Fine. And it would go away. That's all I thought.
9: But didn't we have a conversation that day where it th- we it was revealed that you were far from alone, yes. even with the people who work on the show? Even though I was expecting you would be the only dumbass, it right, turned out same. we had other, other people on the show who also like to live dangerous. Ralph said he does that every once in a while, too. So mm-hmm. then it, the Zero Club was born. Now, this is maybe two weeks later. The Zero Club may be your legacy, Kevin. Mm-hmm. That may be what people most remember you for when you finally passed away. People go, oh, Kevin, he's the one who started the Zero Club. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I posted a picture of distance to empty zero. So I thought that would be the end of it. Mm-hmm. Is that B
8: makes fun of me like, like he do mm-hmm. and I deserve it like I do mm-hmm. and then we move on. Mm-hmm. And since then, I don't know, I can't tell you how many pictures of gas gauges I've
6: received. <laughs> I think you summed it up best a couple weeks ago. You said, you guys, this is... This is a movement. This is
8: a movement.
6: And I don't know if it's a new movement or it's
8: just somebody, all of the people who live this way finally have a club. Yeah. <laughs>
6: like they thought they'd be mocked, but instead they're right? embraced. Yeah. And what a surprise that was.
8: Because I just assumed mm-hmm. that I was doing it wrong and that's the ter- that's the worst way to do it. Yeah. But then but it's, it's not a good way to live. But then no. it's certainly I mean, it's d- a terrible way to run your life. And yet... Hundreds of people. Hundreds of people. Not only yes.
6: hundreds of people. They're actually writing in saying, "What a rush! Right. So <laughs> exhilarating!" What's wrong with you
8: people? <laughs> right, so that was probably let's see, October, November, probably December. But then it died out. Two thousand sixteen. It
9: died out. Certainly, right by by then. Which right? is what
8: I thought. So I wanted to give you the update, and the update is that now, in the middle of June, two thousand eighteen. Right. We average more than one picture per day. More than one per day. But from the same person? No. Oh. And from all over the world. Oh,
5: They all want to be where the action is.
8: Right? I just got one a couple days ago from Switzerland where the guy goes, uh, is there a zero kilometer club? And I was like, there is now. (laughs) (laughs) So people send them in. I'm not joking. There's not one day that goes by that somebody doesn't send a picture. Of their dashboard, we we put them up at um, if you hashtag the, uh, the Zero Club, uh-huh. we put them up on Instagram at Kevin and Bean at that account. There's a whole folder. Oh my god! And you can just go through one after another after another after another after another of people who've sent in pictures to be a part of the Zero Club. It's a movement.
9: Now, I wonder, for two I, wonder years. I wonder how many people are just, that's the way they live, like you, or are a bunch of these people who found themselves in the Zero Club for the first time and they naturally thought of you because they're like, oh, my God, my gas tank is down so low, I, I got to tell Kevin.
8: I don't know because, like I said, I assumed that I was just going to be mocked and that would be mm-hmm. the end of it, day one. So then two weeks later, I was really surprised that people were setting in pictures. You know, a couple of months later, it didn't make any sense to me. That was that was Christmas 2006, mm. <laughs> so all of 2016, uh, um, so all of 2017, every day, every day, and for a while we just didn't highlight him or pay any attention to him. Maybe I'd write him back or whatever, uh-huh. and then all of this year, it's it's mid
9: June 2018, we get a picture a day, at least, sometimes more. You still stand by it as being the way to go. No, I've never stood by it as the way to go. This is a
8: terrible <laughs> way to, to run your life. It's not smart. It does damage to your car. Mm-hmm.
9: It's incredibly stupid. It does damage to your butthole, too, I, based on how well, close the mm, gas ta- gas stations mm, are. Mm, right? I mean, I would imagine you would be super, super tense when you know you've pushed it to the limit. Well, that's
8: my problem is it doesn't make me tense. Right. So now I still it's do exciting. It. I still do it. It's exhilarating. Yep. Um, I mean, it's exhilarating. I mean, it's just more um, oh, like I can make it home. I'll just get fill up at the gas station by my house right so no big deal but i still do that to this day maybe a week ago i did it and it is and i every time i think the same thing i'm an idiot why do i do this this is really stupid i just did a 25 mile drive with my gas tank at zero it was one of the most exhilarating things of my life zero club <laughs> i'm telling you that it's still as alive and strong as it was almost
6: two years ago
9: zero club baby that's how we roll, mother. Right.
6: Yes. <laughs> you should have monetized this in some way. Uh, who could have right? ever seen this happening?
8: Oh, who could have ever thought that one other person lived like this? I'm letting it ride,
7: baby. I'm letting it lie.
8: It hasn't dampened in the enthusiasm department one percent in a, about a year and nine months. I don't yep. get it. <clears throat> Kevin, you found your tribe just be happy uh-huh.
7: <laughs> it's the Kevin and
9: Bean Show K-Rock that uh, young man singing right there Brandon Yuri is going to be joining us on the Kevin and Bean Show next week also Dan Reynolds from Imagine Dragons is going to be on the show and finally Warren G ladies and gentlemen what? right? how's that for a one-two-three punch right there huh? Uh, Friday morning it's uh, 6.36 is it? yes yep you alright yeah, I I was thinking it was What's Happening Time. It's not What's Happening Time. No, it's time for a World Cup date. World Cup
2: dates.
7: We're going to talk about the World Cup. World Cup dates.
11: We're going to let you know what it's on. Going to talk some soccer and some people call it football. World
5: Cup dates. is on the air.
8: <laughs> all right these are uh, mostly non-soccer stories because uh, a lot of interesting stuff is coming out of russia i love this first story an iranian women uh activist said she was stripped of her banner she planned to display at the world cup in russia here's the thing in iran women are not allowed to go to soccer matches right so they've never seen their national team play in person but in russia they're allowed into the stadium so they can, for the first time, see their national team. Nice. That's great. Isn't that crazy? So this woman was an activist, and she, she had a sign that said, let women into soccer games. I don't know why Russia took it from her, but, of course, she was allowed to come in and watch the game. And you see, if you look in the crowd, sometimes they'll point them out as Iranian women watching soccer That's awesome in person for the first time. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Nice. Um, another story that's coming out of uh, Russia, Japan. And what other country was it that cleaned up after themselves? Senegal. 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 Japan and Senegal, after their games, stuck around and the fans cleaned up.
6: Yeah. Their section. Amazing. They, they cleaned up their mess. Yeah. Have you ever
8: Never. thought about cleaning up at a concert? Or a sporting event or anything.
6: Uh, My own stuff, but definitely not, you know, 20 rows in front of me. Yeah, they have pictures
8: of just Senegal people just wandering around, picking up trash, helping clean up. Same with Japan. That's shocking. Uh, Iceland players will be allowed to have sex ahead of their World Cup match, it says. You know, this is always a question. If you're in sports, are you allowed to have sex just before a big match? Because will it... I don't know, sap your energy. Whatever the reasoning
9: is, that's it. That's exactly it. Yeah, it and, and used to be. It used to be legendary in the world of uh, boxing. They always said boxers, fighters weren't allowed to have sex, you know, for like three days before a, a fight.
8: When an Icelandic reporter asked if sex was banned for members of the squad, Iceland captain
9: Aaron Gunnarsson
8: said, laughing, "For the time being, yes, because none of their wives were there yet." <laughs> <laughs> Definitely banned. Uh, Burger King apologizes for Whoppers for babies World Cup promotion. Now, I looked into this a little bit. It seems to be the people on the ground in Russia Uh that that are doing the Burger King Social. They say that they were offering a lifetime supply of burgers to Russian women who get impregnated by players during the tournament.
9: Wow. Is is it worth it to have a baby just to get some free Whoppers for life?
6: Yeah, they're (laughs) charbroiled.
8: But I assume this is in response to Russia telling women not to have sex with foreigners. So I assume this is their way of getting back at it but they of course took it down and apologized all over themselves because they couldn't keep it up
6: if they threw in like fries and a shake
8: right
9: totally for life you'd think about going to russia wouldn't you (laughs) (laughs)
6: uh here's one that
8: went viral it was a a girl who was she says my boyfriend asked me to text him updates from the england tunisia game as he's on his way home you can't say it's not accurate and this is what she texted this is her entire text during the game and a yellow card for the england player the player with the yellow card looks sheepish. We're th- 34 We're 34 minutes in and everyone's hair is still holding up well. Tunisia score. Free kick for England. This time an Englishman received a light tap and fell down violently. <laughs> there was a huge missed opportunity there for England. A Tunisian man is on the floor. Looks like he got hit in the hair. The referee is uninterested. The man with the injured hair is not pleased. That's <laughs> the entire recap that she I said. don't think that's what the boyfriend was hoping for. <laughs> right? <laughs> and finally, this might be my favorite. Um, there are a bunch of uh, Mexican fans who were going to go to Russia, and they were going to support their team. And they had, the whole group was together, and everybody was ready to go. And a guy named Javier's wife said, no, no, think again, you're not going. Oh, no. So all of his friends did the right thing. They went without him. Mm-hmm. And they brought a stand-up cardboard cutout of them. No. And they took pictures with the stand-up cardboard cutout everywhere they went. Aww. I put up um, like 10 pictures of it on my uh, Instagram. You can see Javier's cardboard cutout, like two girls kissing him on each cheek and one guy holding a beer up to his mouth. And it's awesome. My Instagram is at the Kevin writer, But um, they have taken maybe 20, 25 pictures of him in the crowd, and drinking beer, and in parties, and being passed along it, you know, on top of people's hands. Now, I does that make him?
9: Hair. Does that make him feel better seeing? No. his cardboard? no, it's it, it, even more painful to not be there in person. Right? right. I think it would rub salt to the wound.
6: I think he's looking at that, saying, "Cardboard me is having a good time."
5: <laughs> right. I yeah. wish the
8: real me was having a good time as well. World
5: Cup Day.
7: Kevin and Bean on K Rock, KROQ.
10: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy
8: All right, Uh, is it time for uh, Jersey Shore
11: recap? Sure. I thought you guys were going to say, "Hey, good morning, Omar. How are you?" But that was just kind of like a weird pause right there. Hey, good morning, Omar. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) Good. Hey, yeah. Last night was Jersey. Man, emotions ran high last night. Yeah, Um... because it was the big Mike the Situation proposal episode. Oh, this is a proposal. This now a thing for them. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're gonna. He's gonna propose to his girlfriend. Uh huh. And last episode, we left with um, the situation and Jaywow kind of at each other. And here is the situation kind of like, you know, recapping what happened. And he's still in
0: shock. Seeing this side of Jenny was definitely a little hurtful for me because she's like my sister. I didn't expect her to come at me, but when she did, it didn't even really make sense.
11: Listen, I have a stepsister. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so let me tell you the situation. Sisters are crazy. Okay, and here's the situation. Telling us how he dealt with the situation.
0: I couldn't even like talk to her at the dinner table because she was drunk. And and you know what? You know what phrase hit me in the face. You cannot argue with a fool. The only thing that proves that there's two fools.
11: There's more than two fools in that house. (laughs) Right. Let me tell you. Okay. But there's a situation. He's so far above
8: everybody (laughs) else.
11: You know why? Because he's sober. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. So he's very
9: cool, calm, and he's very collected. Can you imagine how miserable you would be if you were the only sober one in that house? Absolutely. It would drive me to drink.
11: And so the fiance is over and the girls decide to have a girl's day out. And here's Snooki asking Mike the Situation's uh, girlfriend an interesting question.
12: I have a weird question, though. Since you drank a lot and it was like in your mouth, can he get drunk all that? No.
5: I'm sorry. What? (laughs) So she's asking.
11: Come on. (laughs) so, So Mike the Situation's girlfriend was partying. And got drunk the night before. Right. So Snooky was wondering, hey, when he kisses you, can he get Ooh. drunk off of that? Wow. Oh, no. The answer wow. is yes. Right? Of no. course the answer is yes. What? No. <laughs> yeah, what a dumbass. Um, so, Sad Ronnie is the best. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because this guy is a giant douchebag tool, just a garbage human being. So his misery brings me great joy. <laughs> um Vinny D, Polly Pauly D and um uh, the situation are gonna go shopping for proposal items like uh flower petals and uh other BS romantic to candles and stuff thing, to maybe? make it a big thing. Yeah. Right. But Ronnie stays home and this is a little bit of what he's going through.
0: I just want to be happy with somebody. I found that with Jen, and it's like, she made me so happy, but then so miserable. You know, three months ago, you were conflicted on whether you should leave me for your ex. Now you're telling me you you want to keep my child, and like, I have a great heart. And like, she knows that no matter what happens between us, I'm going to be there for that kid, no matter what thick and thin fire... Cold ice, like
7: I'm gonna be there.
11: No, you're not. Nope, <laughs> no sir.
6: But listen, no ice. Listen, yes.
11: if, if there was, if Vegas had a bet on this, mm-hmm. I would put. All my money, yeah. uh, Kevin's yeah. money, Bean's uh, yeah. money, yeah. your wow. money on this. Okay. of him being there for his daughter, we'd gamble the okay. radio station. Absolutely, <laughs> you know what I mean. We would win so much money that is not going to happen. Now, so, Omar, did
9: you did you tell us last week just by means of background that Ronnie is partly sad because he's around the situation in his lady and they're so happy it's making Ronnie realize what's missing in his life. Absolutely, that's okay.
11: exactly what's happening. And uh, in this episode or late last episode, we found out why Ronnie's so bummed is because Ronnie's girlfriend now baby's mama cheated on him ah yeah so so but by the way that's what he gets cuz right? he's such a giant asshole right right so uh the situation gets home from shopping and he's all bummed out that Ronnie didn't go and here's uh the situation and the Ronnie kind of like you know talking it out
0: right now i just feel like I have no control over anything. Well, there's some things you have control over. How good of a person you are. How you react to things. What you eat in life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, listen, I me and you go at each other pretty hard, but at the end of the day, I love you. Big brother, little brother. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want you to know that any time that you need anything, you call me about anything. I'm there for you for life.
6: I will watch the situation's TED Talk.
0: Right?
11: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, he's very cool. But uh, I I also want to tell Ronnie, hey, Ronnie, the only guy that has your bike, uh, the only guy that has your back is a guy who calls himself the situation. I mean, agree. That's your life. You know what I mean? So not that great. Um, This is hilarious because uh, Vinny, Polly, Snooky, and JWoww, they're supposed to be setting up this big proposal with flower petals, balloons, uh, a a screen where they're going to show a slideshow. I mean, they're going all out but Pauly D has a little DJ set up and the girls are just getting drunk and they show all the PAs doing all the work. <laughs> and this is
3: what the crew is doing. Ronnie, please report to the podium. Ronnie. Ah! to the main stage, please. to the main stage. They're just,
11: they're just partying. They're just partying. They don't, they don't do, they didn't do any of the work, but they're taking all the credit, That's which funny. is hilarious. So they have this whole thing planned out and they're very excited and this is a snookies reaction to uh the situation and lauren getting there yeah!
5: she's coming
4: i see her i'm, oh, my God. God. I'm gonna cry <laughs> <laughs> me
11: in the ass uh, what? <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> what? What? <Is> happening there? <laughs> well, i'm sorry what quite <laughs> she response. says i'm gonna cry f me in the a-hole oh <laughs> wow what kind of reaction is that
9: we were no, all having
11: that's, fun. That's a, weird, that's a weird one, too. I got to be yeah. honest. Listen, <laughs> Snooky, you need to call my wife because if
6: that makes you all kinds of happy. <laughs> no,
11: no, I'm just playing. Hey, um, Kevin, you
6: so, just said that's a weird one, too. Yes, I did. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so
11: by all accounts, like I said last, last week, the, uh, the situation and Lauren are very happy in love. And this truly was a real moment last night on the Jersey Shore. This is the situation on how he feels about Lauren. Lauren
0: is the light at the end of my tunnel. Lauren is everything. Lauren is my best friend. She is my soulmate. She is my better half. And knowing that I found that I'm willing to face anything in life. What is happening with the situation? I
11: don't know, but that you know how when you see somebody say that, and you could kind of like, oh no, that was scripted. That felt real. It looked real. I didn't oh, really? get, I didn't get any kind of fakeness from that. Um, so he proposes, she says yes, and um, they're all on cloud nine. And uh, the situation is going through this little phase where he thinks it's funny to put the s on the end of words. So he'd be like, hey, Kevin's, are we going to go works? So just he to annoy it,
2: people? She, he
11: just because he thinks it's funny. Yeah. Okay. And so this happens. <laughs> this happens at the end of the episode.
0: All right, honeys, I'm gonna start getting some breakfasts ready for okay, everyone. I'll
1: help
0: you. Breakfasts. <laughs> I am on top of the world. It was one of the coolest proposals I've ever seen. And this morning, I said, "Good morning, Fiancés." Then she broke up with him. She <laughs> shut We'll <up.
7: laughs> <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock, K Rock, K Rock Q.
9: Dave, the King of Mexico, our producer. How are you, sir?
12: Good morning, guys.
9: How's everyone doing? We're
12: good.
9: You all excited about your uh, Mexico South Korea game tomorrow?
12: Mm-hmm. Woo! Can't wait. I'm gonna be waking up really early in the morning and not watching it. Dave,
5: that's oh, Mexico. He's it's early.
12: not Mexican. Bean, for God's sake, been oh, clarified dude. He's- it's the weekend. You know what time I get up every day? It's the weekend. I'm sleeping in. Okay. I'll catch it. I'll catch it at the
9: end. Well, the reason uh, Dave is in here is because he had an interesting experience with a celebrity this week. And (laughs) we thought it might uh, lead us into a fun phone topic.
12: Yeah. Well, uh, last week I was at the Fortnite uh, E3 party. And I'm walking down, you know, just walking around. And someone, I, I run into someone and he turns around and goes, hey, What's going on? How's it going? Gives me reaches in for the bro hug, gives the bro hug, and I, I know who it is.
8: You do, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you uh,
12: recognize him. It's not like you're trying to go, oh no, who is this? Who is yeah, this? Who is exactly. Okay. So right. it's Scott Porter, uh, the actor. You may know him from he was last on what the Dixie show? That what's that that one? Heart Heart of of Dixie, Heart of Dixie. How dare you? Yeah, but more importantly, he was Jason Street <laughs> from Friday Night Lights. Okay. So he reaches in and, and and is like, How's it going, man? Like, uh are you coming when are you coming back to the Now to do you the have the that studio? kind of relationship with him? Not at all. Okay. No, okay, so I've met him and hung out. I've met him once. We oh, hung out it, once at, at some party. So this strikes you yeah. as odd. This strikes me as odd. Okay. It made me laugh, though, because I knew right away he thought I was somebody else. Oh. So, oh that's so so, so he's asking me, like, when are you coming back to the studio? When are you coming back to the show? And I was like, tomorrow. Right. I go, this is fun. And I start laughing. I have a big smile on my face. Dude, why don't you play it off for a while? It was too funny. Oh, okay. It was too funny. And, and he goes, he stops and goes, did I just do this? And I was like, yeah, you did. Yes, you
5: did. You, did. you both goes, know
12: what you were talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's like, "Did I damn it, I just did this." Because I'm sorry, man, and I and I let him off the hook way too easy because I stopped and I said, "Listen, dude, I know who you are. We hung out once and blah, 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 I worked for, for Kevin and B. blah, blah. And, and he's like, yes, that was it, which I still don't believe he he knew what right. I was talking about. And who did then, he think you were? That's what know. I'm saying. What? I, I no. made the mistake of How not. How did you not ask? Because we were in a rush. No, the only question that needs to be asked is who did you think I it was? It was so uncomfortable. I just let him off the hook Come and on, said, man. I've been on the other side. So I didn't want to do that to him. And I just said, all right, it was good seeing you. Be on your well, way. And I I up. I am a nice guy and I just I couldn't it was so awkward but it was so much fun
9: Is it, uh, that, Is it was it more awkward because he's, you know, in a wheelchair and stuff from the football injury Dave <laughs> or that's uh, just a TV I mean, show. That's a fictional yeah. TV show, Pete. Yeah. He's healed. It's a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so he thought you were someone else, and it it, it was an embarrassing moment for you both. Yes. So that got us to thinking about that happens to everybody at some point in their life where somebody thinks you are somebody else, or you think somebody somebody else, and sometimes it can be pretty awkward. And, Kevin, (laughs) apparently it happens to you all the damn time. Well, this is weird in
8: that um, I live in Southern California, Mm -hmm. and I go out and do stuff. Mm -hmm. We've been on the radio forever, okay? Bean. Never goes out, never does stuff, doesn't live in Southern California, hasn't since two, 1999. Never, ever right. doesn't live here. Everybody that sees me goes, Bean? Really? <laughs> just about everybody. I yeah. mean, not, not 100%, but I would say 90% of the people say Bean.
6: Interesting.
8: I'm like, what about, That's how come? Weird. Yes. And I, I think I'm chalking it up to the fact that Kevin is a, just a normal, forgettable name, but Bean is sort of unique. Okay. So maybe they're holding on to that for some mm-hmm. reason, but um, I use it to my advantage. If I'm doing something embarrassing, I, do, I claim to be Bean. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But I, well, like if I'm throwing up in Vegas and somebody goes, hey, B, way to go. I go, yeah. <laughs>
9: <laughs> so I use it when I need to, but that <laughs>
8: happens a tremendous
9: amount. Now, do you uh, confess like Dave did that they're thinking of someone else? You'd let, you set them straight? Uh, most, most of the time, most of the time, because they're not that impressed, <laughs>
8: right? So they sure. just go, "Hey, B," and I go, "That's Kevin." Yeah, okay, hey, I like your show. <laughs> yeah. and it's no big deal. Most of the time, it's no big deal because there's I'm not a big star. Mm. If I was a big star and they misinterpreted, then it would be, you know, it'd be more difficult. But
9: gotcha, gotcha, oh, man. Uh, Allie, by the way, we're going to take some phone calls on this. 1-800-520-1067. The topic is mistaken identities in either direction. You thought somebody was somebody else. They weren't. Somebody thought you were somebody else. You weren't. How did the conversation go? Allie, how about you?
6: Yeah, this one was very weird because this woman came up and was so excited. I love you. Oh, my God. We watch you all the time. So I'm thinking, okay, the news. Channel 5, On the news here. Um, She then said... Do you use that hair dye? And I, my mind started thinking back to any recent live shots I did at hairdressers. Did anything? You a piece on that? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Huh. And I said, "Which one?" And she goes, uh, "The one in the commercials, the nice and easy." Do you use that? And I said, "I don't remember doing a nice and easy. Did I do that in a segment?" And she goes, "You're in the commercial." And I said, Oops. "Oh, who do you who do you think I am?" <laughs> and she goes, "Angela." And I said, "Oh, from the office." Angela from the office. And she goes, "Yeah." And I said, "Oh no, I'm I'm Allie McKay. I'm on KTLA." And she goes, <laughs> "You could literally hear that, and you just see the disappointment. It oh. wasn't embarrassment. Oh. Like it was just, oh, all right." And she's like, oh, "Okay," <laughs> but it did make me go home and Google Angela Kinsey, nice and easy, right? literally Googled it, started watching the ad, and I had a split second where I went, oh, why don't I wear that jacket? Oh, my God, because that's not you.
8: That's funny. You look that much alike.
6: Oh, it's shocking. Wow. Yeah. So that was sad. (laughs) That's all I'm saying.
8: Did Dave just leave, by the way? He did. I think he's going to talk to the screeners. Okay. Take a call. um Yeah. Um, you
9: do. You guys really do look alike.
6: Yeah. And when people say that and I say, oh, from the office and they say, well, like when she it gets done up, not when she's on the office. I'm like, oh, good. you just saved yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you really did.
9: That is good. Because <laughs> on the office, she's pretty plain looking on purpose. Yeah. I think. yeah. Yeah. I bet it happens all the time with celebrities because you sure, mm-hmm. know somebody's famous and they like, let's say uh, if you saw Amy Adams slash Isla Fisher in the wild. Could you 100% be sure which one you were looking at?
6: I don't know when it's them in movies. I can't figure out which one is which. And then there was a movie, they were both in it together. It has screwed me up. (laughs)
9: Because there are a lot of celebrities like that, like um, um, uh, Javier Bardem and Jeffrey, is it Jeffrey Dean Morgan? They, like, like, yes. look so much They're the same alike. Person. Yeah, but if you saw one of them on the street, I bet that happens all the time where you walk up and you say, hey, Javier. And mm-hmm. Jeffrey's like, no, no, not me. So we want to take some calls if uh, they'll put some on hold. A lot of them are ringing. 1-800-520-1067. Let's do uh, one before the break, a case of mistaken identity. And let's make it James, line two, West Covina, please. Hey, James. Hey, what's up, my ninjas? How are you, sir? What kind of mistaken identity story do you have for us?
2: Well, I used to work at Disneyland in the toll booths, and I mistook your guys' Brad Williams for Wee Man, Jason Acuna.
9: Oh, that happens to him all the time. All the time. Well, because Wee Man's the most famous little person in the world, maybe except for Peter Dinklage, and people always get Brad confused. And they do look somewhat alike. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, what, was was his, like, hey, what was his reaction? He was like, I don't know, do you? And I was like, uh, I think I saw you on Jackass. And he was like, that's not me. And he drove off. <laughs> <laughs> In his tiny little car. <laughs>
8: <laughs> All right, thank you for the call, James. 1-800-520-1067. You can use that to text as well. We'll take your calls next.
7: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. rock. Let's take one phone call. We
8: are talking about people who mistook you for somebody else or you mistook somebody for them, I don't think I said that right. <laughs> Mistaken identity, uh, yes, what we're talking you. about. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Anna in uh, Moreno Valley. Hi, hey, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> so, Hi, um, this happened to you, right?
11: Yeah, about 10 years ago, I walked into a bar in Flagstaff, Arizona. I was, uh, just, I, I was hiking and work uh, hiking outdoors, uh, worked outside for the Forest Service. I was pretty tan, had short, dark hair, and I walked into this bar and asked to take a chair. And they, this lady turned around and said, <gasps> Oh, oh my God! I thought you were Halle Berry.
8: <laughs> oh wait, she thought you were. Or she said, "I thought you were."
11: She thought I was. She thought I was Halle Berry when I tapped her on the shoulder and uh,
9: asked. You better the not chair. have paid for any of those drinks, then. right? You better have gone with it. I am Halle uh, Berry. Uh, okay. Can I have a drink?
4: <laughs> By no, the way, my dumb ass was come like, "Come on, no, Anna." Thank you. It's but can a, it, I have the chair? <laughs> if,
9: if you look like Halle Berry, I will buy you a drink, okay? Oh, uh, that sounds like a plan, man. <laughs> uh, all right, Anna, thank you for calling. Uh,
8: homie from Newport Beach just tweeted and said that when he was younger, uh, people mistook him for uh, Woody Harrelson, and he just went along with it. Signed yeah, autographs, took sure, pictures.
9: have to. <laughs> just very happy yep. to be that. And uh, a lot of free weed, too, if you're sure. Woody Harrelson, I'd imagine. Uh, dear Kevin Bean from the 562, this comes in. I was mistaken for Bradley Cooper by a ride attendant at Same. Universal Studios during a Hollywood Nights. I told her I was not Bradley Cooper, but she was so convinced she let me go to the front of the line anyways. Raúl from the 909. An old lady came up to me at Universal. Oh, also at Universal, and said, "Oh my God, can I take a picture with you?" I went along and said, "Sure." We took the picture. A minute later, she came back and said, "I'm so sorry. I thought you were Sanjaya from American Idol." <laughs> 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 so some, sometimes it's not good to be accidentally thought of as a celebrity. So one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Let's go to uh, Carla, please line two. This is Los Angeles. Up next on the Kevin Bean I Show on K Rock.
2: Hey, Carla. Hey, hey, Kevin. and Bean. Hey,
4: Allie. How are you guys? Hey, good. We are we're good. We're great. Identities. Good. So basically, my husband and I were at um, Treasure Island in Vegas. We're at the pool, and we're just hanging out. And the waitress comes over, and she says, those people in the room just sent you all these beers. And we're like, why? And my husband's Chinese. And they thought he was signing the same gondom style. So we said, oh, my God. So he gets up, and he starts doing the dance, and we just kept getting free. No! That and, you know, is
9: <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. That was
4: the
6: best.
8: thought your I husband was it. sigh with
9: Gangnam Style. That's so great. <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for the call. Line four up next. We go out to Granada Hills. We say hi to Andrew on the show. Hey, Andrew.
2: Hey, how you doing? Good. Thank you. Uh, I get Jeff Carter like almost every day of my life.
8: All right. Uh, that's not bad.
2: With I, teeth or without? I mean, with, uh, with, the, with okay, teeth. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, no, I mean, it's gotten me free drinks at, like, almost every bar I go to, especially during the Stanley Cup 2012-2014. and People are sure. supposed to be on the street. So do you wear Jeff Carter. Do you wear a
8: Jeff Carter jersey just to play it up and make sure you yeah. get Yeah.
1: No, nice. you don't. I, <laughs> yeah, I do wear the Jeff Carter jersey, too. I would. Why yeah, not? Yeah, for sure.
6: Andrew, you single or? <laughs> uh, no, no, no.
3: <laughs> hey, a- Andrew, Andrew, this is Beer Mug. Uh, is your last name... Gold? It is. What's What's up, up, man? Not only does this guy look like Jeff Carter, he looks like Bryce Harper. What's happening? He looks like Bryce Harper (laughs) as well. He looks like two very attractive athletes.
6: And again, not single, we said?
9: I think that's been a snap. Oh, okay. yeah. All right, I'm yeah.
6: sorry. It wasn't... Okay. Thank
9: you, Andrew. Wow, Mugs it, came in with that. Mugs like the building ran was on in fire. here.
3: Wow. I was excited. I and the boner.
9: Right? <laughs> Thank you, Andrew, if that is your name. <laughs> All right, let's go to line one, Newport Beach. This is Juan. Juan, in this case, he saw a celebrity and thought he was somebody else. Do I have that right, Juan?
11: Yeah. Uh, what's up, guys? Yeah,
9: you do have that right. All right, what happened? So, uh,
3: So, I was at a uh, movie premiere that I won tickets uh, with you guys, uh, with Michael Keaton for American Assassin, I think it was. Right. And um, right before the movie started, I went to the restroom, and as I was coming back, uh, there's like a little hallway next to the seats, and the whole cast was there waiting to get called up to the front of the stage. So. I just play it off like I know everybody, just to be funny, just so I could shake Michael Keaton's hand, you know, so I go up, I'm like, hey, you guys are going to do a great job, you know, so I start shaking hands, and then Michael Keaton, I get to him, and then he calls me Ray, and I was like, Ray, I'm thinking it's like a production guy or something like that, but he's like, oh, hey, how's it going, Ray? So I went with it, I'm Ray now. All right,
8: so then what happened? So nothing. I was just okay. reading the whole night, right. and I kept shaking his hand. Well, that right. that story ended disappointingly.
6: It did. Oh, Do you want them to, like, go out for drinks uh, after? I wanted to go up in front of the crowd
8: or whatever. as Something. Long as he brought yeah. him up.
9: This is my best boy, Rick right. Ray. Right. <laughs> it did kind of flame out, didn't it? All right. Oh. Let's, uh, let's uh, uh, go to Mike. How about Mike Line 7, please? He is in uh, Marina Del Rey, I want to say. Hey, Mike.
2: Hey, how you guys doing? Good, thank you. So this was like ten years ago. Uh, James Vanderbeek was in St. Louis, uh, Missouri, where I'm uh, from at the time. He was like promoting a movie that he just did, and uh, a friend of mine knew the um, like the production team or something. So we got to go hang out at this party that uh, uh, afterwards, after they were finished. And uh, of course, excited to meet him, super nice. We ended up hanging out with him the entire night, and I'm just kind of like taking it all in. I'm like 21 at the time. And we get back to this, like this, we're at this bar, and this beautiful woman comes in, and she's like, I hear, uh, you know, there's like a movie star. She didn't, she was not, she had like an accent, so I don't think she knew who James Vanderbeek actually was. Right. And we're sitting on a couch in this room, and James Vanderbeek just points to me. And so she comes and sits down by me, and I pretty much just rattle off. I think I literally said, I was a big keen heartthrob in the 90s and (laughs) try to pretend to be James Vanderbeek while he sits there and laughs. That's funny.
6: That's amazing.
8: While he watches you be him.
2: Exactly. That is the the opposite uh, of
9: being C blocked. (laughs)
2: Exactly. (laughs) What a wingman. I didn't didn't seal the deal, so nothing happened. Come
9: on, Mike.
2: (laughs) You're disappointed to all
8: of us.
2: (laughs) Thank you for calling. We
9: appreciate it.
7: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
9: We have some time before the end of the show. A lot of listeners are uh, sending their best wishes to Pippa and hope mm-hmm. that she makes it today. Oh, <laughs> running down to the uh, to the river to mock the crocodile. Mm-hmm. Sure. So if we get a chance, we can check in on the satellite a little bit later on the show. Fingers concert. crossed, man. And uh, one listeners even put twenty bucks down on Pippa. So. Wow. Yeah, fingers crossed indeed. That's coming up first though. It's Friday morning, seven fifty-five. <sighs> Allie is here. Time for what's happening.
6: Well, in the seven o'clock, what's happening? We like to take a look at our playlist. We have linked it at uh, at. Kevin and Bean on Twitter and at Kevin and Bean on Facebook. Every week we update it with some new songs. Something that we're really interested in at the moment could be something from long ago that you're just revisiting or a brand new song that's out. It's kind of our way to get you uh, interested in some different music that you might not have known about. It is called That's My Jam. can find it at all of our social medias. Let's start off now with Kevin and your pick.
8: Mine is uh, Panic at the Disco. They released it this week. The Mm -hmm. album came out really last night at 9pm called Pray for the Wicked. Mm -hmm. And this song is called King of the Clouds.
0: I don't feel anything at all
8: I mean, that's a pretty strong song.
6: Nice.
9: Everything I have heard from this new Pentagon, and this is what, Ali, the third song they've released from it?
6: I think this was the fourth,
9: yeah. Fourth, okay. It has been great. Yeah, like It agreed. sounds like it's going to be their best album ever. I'm so excited to get it.
6: Yeah, when I got the little notification on my phone that the album was there just yep. waiting for me, I uh, I listened to it. <laughs> and it's real good, you guys. Love real that. Good. All right, Bean, what about you?
9: Last Saturday, the uh, world was surprised by a surprise album from the Carters. That's Jay-Z and his wife, Beyoncé. They've uh, worked together on a couple of songs before, but this is their first full album together. And it is great, you guys. I hope you weren't one of those suckers who put down your 12 bucks for title on Saturday. because <laughs> they, they then made it available everywhere, including Spotify and YouTube on Sunday. But I chose the first single from the Beyoncé and Jay-Z album, and this is called Ape I
10: can't believe we met.
9: Beyonce can really rap on that song, too. Yeah, yeah. she can. It's amazing. It's impressive. Great uh, great song, great album. I recommend it.
6: Excellent. Well, mine is from a woman named Liza Ann. You may be saying, hey, didn't you put her on there before? And I sure did and forgot, but I still <laughs> liked her so much, I want to put another song on. This is from her uh, third studio album called Fine But Dying. The song I had on before was uh, called Paranoia. And the interesting thing about this album is she decided she had been kind of hinting in previous albums, about having mental illness, mm-hmm. and for this album, she's like, "I'm just going to put it all out there. This is about my panic disorder. This is about my anxiety. Wow. This is about my depression." So she said, by doing it that way and just laying it bare, sounds like a bummer. She felt uh, she felt less isolated. That's but what I meant. This song, "Small Talks," I think we can all kind of relate to. Go to a party. Just that chit chat mm-hmm. and in your brain, you are dying and you <laughs> want to be anywhere but there. But this is Liza Ann and Small Talks. The oldest conversation together, it means nothing.
8: right
6: i like her she's real good sounds good that's why uh that's why i forgot i had her on before right that song was
8: good as well playlist called that's my jam
6: that's my jam you can just join because then every single week you're going to get updated music right there to your phone you don't have to do anything and i understand it's free
8: yes we put it on kevinbean.com krock.com and also the kevin and bean social accounts you can absolutely.
6: find absolutely uh by the way some new releases today the cure Mixed up, it's a three CD box set. Dawes, password standard, nine-inch nails, bad witch, that EP is out. Yay! Yeah. Uh like we mentioned, panic at the disco, pray for the wicked. It is great. And marshmallow, joy time too.
4: All right. So there.
6: Some birthdays for you, Meryl Streep, Cindy Lauper, Carson Daly, and Donald Faison, and that's what's happening.
7: It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. KROQ.
10: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without autopay pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom
6: Have you always been this good at math, Allie? You guys.
10: Uh, yes is the answer. <laughs> I, need,
6: I need to be completely honest here. If people Please. have missed segments about how bad I am at math... Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you, I was an elementary ed major because there was only one math class that I had to take, and that was called mathematics for children, and I squeaked by. Wow. You guys, it's not okay.
9: Well, we did find out earlier this week that you thought 10 to the 6th power was 60, so that was a clue that maybe we had yeah. to do this game, right? Oh, no. No. Mission Impossible K Rock Advanced Screening and you automatically are eligible for the grand prize drawing we'll do it immediately after the game for a trip to Paris for the world premiere with the Stars on July 27th. Mission Impossible Fallout comes out that day. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. It's time to play Mission Impossible Alley. Good morning Miss McKay. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to answer questions about math. The K Rock listener on
11: the line will either say yes, you can answer the question, or make the more wise decision and say no you cannot. <laughs> because, come on, you can't even balance a checkbook. This is Allies. Mission Impossible.
6: Uh, can I ask a question? Uh, sure. That's
9: my job, really. You're supposed to answer.
6: But at the beginning, he said this is your mission if you choose to accept it. Oh, no, you can't. Nope. No, I, I don't. <laughs> no, that's not,
8: that's not no, possible. Okay. Alright, so we, we have five oh, winners God. for this time, and Muggs is in here, and he has all the other winners from the week, and we're mm-hmm. going to do a grand prize drawing from everybody that won this week for okay. Paris right. as soon as we're done with this game.
9: Alright, who's our first contestant, please, Kevin? Alright, first up is Brent in Irvine. Hi, Brent. Hi, guys. All right, Brent, I'm going to tell you what question I'm going to ask Allie, and then you tell us whether you think she'll get the answer right or not, okay? You got it. All right. It. Will Allie be able to come up with the number between 68 and 70? What do you think? I'm going to have to go and say yes this time. So you think she'll actually know the answer to a math question. Okay, let's see. Allie, what is the number between 68 and
6: 70? I will say this, Brent. Nice. <laughs> 69, baby. Yes. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. This is Ali's right. Mission
9: Impossible. Nicely done. I feel good about this. One for one. Who's next? All right. Next is Art in La Puente. Hi, Art. Hey, what's up, guys?
6: Art, what uh, will
9: Ali know the answer to this question? What is zero times five? Zero times five. Yes. You right. say yes, Ali. Yes.
6: I believe anything times zero is zero. It is zero. Yeah.
9: This is Allie's
11: mission impossible. Oh,
8: this
6: feels good, it's guys. It's mission possible. This feels real good.
9: Congratulations, Art. Alright, let's go to Frank in Anaheim. Hi. Hi. Alright, Frank, here's the question I'll be asking Allie. You have 64 turtles. A quarter of them swim away. How many are left? 64 no. turtles, a quarter of them swim away. How many are left? You say no. Allie, do you need to hear the question again?
8: She's writing down math, Bean. Oh, she's doing it with pen and paper? Yep. Hold 64 and turtles? At the end, she'll use her fingers.
9: A quarter of them swim away. How many turtles do you have left? And and the caller said no, right? Okay. Correct.
6: A, a quarter is 25, right? I'll let you just come up with an answer to that question. So, wouldn't you then just subtract 64 from 25 from 64? I don't need to see the
9: work. I just need an answer. No, no, I want to see the work. (laughs) (laughs) Because the work is good.
6: 39.
9: I'm sorry. No, the answer is 48, Allie. Wait, what? How? Because, because it's a quarter of 64 turtles that are swimming away. It's not just like, 20. Oh, it's, it's, not, it's not 25. It's not. Yeah, a, a quarter isn't always 25. Oh, That's what? just a quarter of a hundred.
6: But isn't a quarter always
9: 25? No, <laughs> no it's no. not.
6: I'm like, sorry to in, say. In money, though. Uh, Frank, <laughs> by
9: the way, just won tickets. Am
6: I <laughs> correct?
8: right? This is mission <laughs> impossible. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> She's she wrote it out in longhand. Here. All right. I Let's, love it. it's awful. <laughs> Let's go to Leo in Long Beach. Hi, Leo. Hey, everybody. Allie,
9: you, you've gotten two out of three. Um,
6: that's did you not hear? So bad. Did yeah. you
4: hear the question? I did. All
9: right. Okay. A- and by the way, uh, you've given three winners in a row. Okay. Th- their tickets. So that's Excellent. how you should look at it. All right. Will Allie know what is the square root of a hundred and
2: forty-four?
9: What is the square root of a hundred and forty-four? What do you think, Leo?
2: Okay. I. She may be nervous on the last question, but i have, I'm confident that Allie knows what the, the square root of 100 foot target. Yeah.
9: Alright, a, a lot of confidence in Miss McKay. Allie, what is the answer, please?
8: She's writing it out again?
6: I feel like that's when you do that little check mark. Uh-huh. Over that's it. right. That's right. But uh, I don't I don't know what comes after that. <laughs> <laughs>
11: so
8: <laughs> Okay.
6: Um oh Leo, is it is it 12? It is. <laughs> oh! Leo, I'm so sorry, I, because I thought 12 times. Are you crying? Oh, Leo. How did you know that? Oh, Leo, oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Holly came up with a square
5: root. I, 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 he said all yes, right. Yeah, yeah, he
6: said yes. No. Oh. He said
4: say yes.
5: Okay. Just, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I we need to it. get
6: Leo back on the line. All right, I'm
9: sorry. All right. All right, so he's a winner. So everybody's yes. a winner. You
6: get a car, you get a
8: car, everybody gets a car.
6: Okay, Leo, call back. Let's
8: go okay. to Jennifer and Sherman Oaks. Hi there.
9: Hey, party people. Hi there. Hey. Jennifer, this has been torturous, hasn't it?
6: All I right. really enjoyed it. At three out of four. Out. Thank uh, you, Jennifer.
9: Here is the question for Allie. What is 12.07 p.m.? In military time,
8: <laughs> well, Jennifer, knows what that. is
9: twelve o seven p.m. in military time? Will Allie be able to do that conversion and give us an answer?
6: I'm going to say yes.
9: You say yes. All right, Allie, what is twelve o seven p.m. in military time?
6: Everyone knows it's seventeen o nine.
9: It is seventeen o nine. But Wait, that's that only answer? that's only if you're Kevin, unfortunately. Right. That's uh, Kevin's answer.
6: Okay, twelve o seven converting to military time uh-huh. is 12.07. You are correct. at that. <laughs> Ladies and
9: gentlemen. And Way to said, be, and Way to be, yes, Jennifer. Right? We have another winner. All five contestants got into the grand prize drawing, right? So they were done, nice. with the, done with the tickets in this game. And now let's bring up Beer Mug because he has added those names to the rest of the names from earlier in the week and somebody is about to win a trip to Paris, the one in France.
6: Um, guys, out of our winners all week, I just picked Frank from Anaheim on line three. What? What? Frank.
5: Oh, my God. Are you kidding me?
6: How do you feel about going to Paris?
5: Uh, I'm okay with that.
6: <laughs> How about taking me, Frank? Let's do it. Oh, oh, wasn't expecting it. Okay.
9: Have a uh, great time. (laughs) Say hi to Tom Cruise. Enjoy. Send us a picture of you in front of the Eiffel Tower, July twenty seventh, for the world premiere of Mission Impossible: Fallout. Go see the movie. It looks great. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Allie. This has been Allie's Mission Impossible. This is
7: Allie's Mission Impossible. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock.
8: I'm just saying, you're working on the show. You have your input. You don't need to text. This is for the listeners.
9: But I don't get to pick any songs, though. It's the listeners. I thought today was going to be my day, but apparently I wasn't goddamn texting 100. That's too bad. Hey, it's time to keep it 100, you guys. I
7: gotta keep it 100. 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 I'ma keep it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100.
9: All right, I'll tell you what textures came close, and then I'll tell you what my song was, and then you tell me whether whether we made the right decision. All right, right? okay. Uh, Texture number ninety nine. This I'm sorry, just missed it. Is Priscilla was looking for a little sex dwarf by Soft Cell? Oh. Oh, good one. That's a Not good a bad one. song. I wonder if she knows Brad Williams, by the way. Uh, Texter 101 was um, John from Burbank. Lemonhead's Mrs. Robinson was going to be his choice.
6: Oh, Here's to you, John.
9: Oh. Bean. I see what you did there. Mm. Bean from New Orleans, Louisiana, oh. listening online, mm. wanted to hear, uh, I want to be a cowboy by Boys Don't Cry. I got to be honest, that's a
7: pretty yeah. good choice. <laughs> is that, and you can
6: be my cowgirl? That Yes, no. that's exactly what that is. Oh, that's a pretty Bean. good choice. I love it. I'm but so I am upset. I wasn't Texter 100. What a though, shame.
9: Because apparently Ron from Duarte was. He's the lucky winner this week, and he joins us on the photo of the Kevin Beach show right now. Ron, how are you? I'm amazing. Sorry, not sorry, Bean. <laughs> yes, you, you blocked me, man. You beat me out. Well, you're a better man than I am. What do you have going on this weekend, my friend? I'm trying to get out of work because we're heading to Laughlin for four days. Nice. Oh, nice. Fantastic!
8: Didn't uh... Liquid from the Neck Down, that's what yeah. you call and
9: say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'd leave early, my friend. Leave early. All right, you yeah. get a choice of any song you've ever heard on K-Rock. What are you in the mood for today, Ron? I want to hear some Prisoner of Society by the Living End because it gets me going. That is a great song. Thank you for listening. Thank you for texting. Thank you for being you. Enjoy your song on K-Rock. Thank you so much. Have a good weekend. You too. Well, we die.
8: Come on, Ron from Duarte. That is a great choice. Real good. I can't be mad at Ron. I got to yeah. be honest.
9: Uh-uh. Hey, um, Prisoner of Society is a song by the band Living End. They're an Australian punk rock band who have had lots of success down under, by the way. They've had like a dozen hits or something like that in Australia. But that was their big moment here in America. Allie, what year was Prisoner of Society, a big song here on K-Rock?
6: Uh, that is very simple because I remember I had just moved back to town after college. I was back... That is nineteen
9: ninety-nine. Nineteen ninety-eight. Ninety nine. You gotta pick 90. one. Ninety-seven actually. Yeah, it? Damn oh, it pretty close. close. Oh. Pretty yeah, close. you were very close. Rod from Duarte, great choice. We'll do it again next Friday here on Keep It One Hundred.
7: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock.
9: I'm uh, sorry to interrupt here, Kevin. Uh, I know we got a lot going on, but uh-huh. I'm getting I'm getting word that Dave is standing by oh. in Australia at the Adelaide River. If he we went all just, the way to Australia, if we could just by satellite, if we could check in with Dave and find out what is going on. This better be important, Dave, because we got a lot to get to on the show. What's happening down there, man? <laughs> 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 they bringing the didgeridoo.
12: Right? Right. Good morning, Kevin and Bean. <laughs> How are ya?
9: Well, good morning, King of <laughs> Australia. What is happening down there? I understand you're at the Adelaide River. How come? Yes, because we're here to see uh, Pippa. Who uh,
12: we he has? A, we play a game every morning because it's very, very early in the morning. Hold on, just one second. Okay, we don't. Uh-huh. Uh, not sure I don't that. understand. What time? What do you? Uh, what do you mean you What do you mean you play a game, Dave? We send out Pippa while I'm here with Kai Hansen, and we send out Pippa to check on our friend Casey the Crocodile.
9: Also, oh, Pippa runs down to where the crocodile-infested <laughs> waters are and sees if she can touch noses, and then turn around and run back to the house. He says a, a little good morning, a little snog, and
12: says hello. Uh,
7: okay, uh, 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 let's go
9: check. Hey, Pippa, go Pippa's say hi. Ready to go? Okay, here we go. Good, good luck. Work. Fingers crossed. Come on, oh, oh no! Oh no! no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, man. I really thought she was going to yeah, make I it. I didn't
6: see that coming.
9: <laughs> I guess we got a didgery dog. <laughs> <laughs> that is unfortunate. Oh. All right, King, uh, fly oh. on back. We'll see you back here in Los Angeles soon, okay?
6: Bye.
8: Boy. He does a great accent.
9: He it really went does. from
10: a
6: little Australian to straight up, like, pip, pip, cheerio. Yep. That was amazing.
9: That is so sad about it people. Is. I really. I thought- I really thought today was the day. Same. I
8: had fingers crossed, but yeah. no. Damn it.
9: All right. Friday morning, 938. Allie, what's up? Kat's in here, too, as she
8: does I, on Fridays.
6: Yeah. Kat's going to let us know. What, yeah, it's very sad. <laughs> but we keep checking in, and mm-hmm. things could change. Um, Monday, for sure. For sure. I got a good feeling about Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fresh from the weekend. A little, <laughs> little her. Sure. We'll uh, check it out. Um, we're going to talk with uh, Kat in just a bit about some fun things happening this weekend. But first... Uh, last hour, we played a little bit of James Corden and The Late Late Show. They headed to London for the week, and one of the highlights was last night's Carpool Karaoke with Paul McCartney. And did I cry last hour playing clips? Yes, yes you did. I did. Mm-hmm. Will I again? Who knows? But I'll tell you this. It's moving. It's beautiful. Paul McCartney is just a gentle, beautiful soul. But in this clip, uh, we get to uh, find out how Paul would... um. Well, he'd uh, disguise himself so all the neighbors outside wouldn't know it was him.
5: Kook, but that's so sweet. You know, you would. Any fans came to the door, come in, love. You do want a cup of tea, right? Because oh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we're trying <laughs> sort to, of, you know, not do that. Yeah. One night, I I I was a bit fed up with all the fandom and that. You uh. know. Because you, you're coming home, sure. you want to let it all go. Because yeah. tomorrow I'm going to be back in that. So yeah. I just want a little respite from it, you know. So uh, I had a little disguise. put a little disguise on. Put a little hat, what was the disguise? A moustache, glasses, a little flat hat. And an uh, old raincoat. So I, I sort of walk out, and there's a couple of fans out there. And I walk out. I'm, I'm thinking, cheers, Jim. And <laughs> I'm walking out of there. Because, hello, Paul. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so cute. And then he uh, he heads into uh, the bathroom to talk about the acoustics.
5: There's the bog, which was the acoustic chamber. The acoustic chamber. Hey, hey, everything sounds better in the bog. <laughs> oh, oh, doesn't it? Absolutely. So you go out here, it's like it doesn't sound as good. I would spend hours in here. I'm with my guitar. She loves you. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. He's sitting on the toilet. Yep. Playing a guitar in his family home. I Amazing. I didn't need to see the
8: sitting on the toilet part, but okay.
6: I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> um, Kevin,
8: everyone poops.
6: It's true. Oh, Even Paul McCartney. Oh, okay. I don't know if he does. I don't know. It's very <laughs> Um, But then they, they head to a pub and um, people are all just drinking, having a good time. A curtain drops and Paul McCartney starts singing full band people are losing <gasps> their minds I would have too It was oh it was God. so good you guys if you have a chance today to watch it it is uh, it's everywhere just google you know Harpool karaoke it is wonderful you're going to love it I guarantee it
8: didn't right money back
6: <laughs> Exactly <laughs> um and bad news you guys uh, if news. you're a fan of timeless it has been canceled by NBC For the second time. So it will not be coming back. However, there was a huge cliffhanger at the end of last season. What about Rufus? Right. What about Rufus? What do we do about Rufus? There may be a way that they wrap it all up and they resolve that cliffhanger. They're still in talks with that. So stay tuned. But sorry, Timeless fans. Sorry, Dave, the king of Mexico. But he's in Australia. What does he care It's okay. it's okay. I know. I know. Took it took it hard. But cheer up, dude, because uh, ABC is officially moving forward.
4: You, okay.
6: Well, moving forward with it. Uh, I feel like I should just let him. Is he saying this one? This kind of, <laughs> It's so tender.
4: Probably.
6: Uh, ABC officially moving forward with that spin-off of Roseanne. It's gonna be called The Connors. The new take, going to be still a multi-camera comedy premiere in the fall, will follow the Connor family who, after a sudden turn of events, are forced to face daily struggles in life in a way they never had to before.
5: Why? So,
6: Well, because Roseanne will not be any part of it. Why? ABC stressed in their announcement that uh, she has no further creative or financial participation. Why? Well, she had uh, she had sent out some pretty racist tweets, and, Why? and that's what the whole cast and crew was wondering. Because they swiftly canceled the show, so she agreed to be no part of it. She will be considered, I believe, uh, executive producer, but that's uh, per uh, the union rules for the Writers Guild of America. So they. I had bet nine, she still.
9: I bet she still live tweets how much she hates it.
6: I can't imagine her being quiet about it. I <laughs> nope. cannot at all. Yeah. That's, uh, Let's talk about some happy things, cat. Yeah. And by cat Movie star cats. Oh my god, what's happening? Got
4: it. No, um, you know, there's this film called The Icarus Line Must Die. There's an LA band called The Icarus Line. Um, I played a lot over Locals Only. They were always on the fringe, they were always considered troublemakers mm-hmm. in the whole LA underground scene. Um, and uh, they had quite a tumultuous history. So, what uh, Michael Grodner did, the director of this film, it's a narrative, it's not a documentary. They've taken real Real life, the history of the Icarus line mm-hmm. and then made this narrative film out of it and it's really just beautifully black and white and dark and I, I mean there's uh, like Keith Morris from Black Flag and the Circle Jerks is in it, it's, uh, Ariel Pink there's a, a long list of people um, and I think we have a clip, right? We do I think I'm in this one
11: yeah, Eric. Hey, what's up, man? It's Mr. Khan, dude. I need you to take care of something for me, nope. man. Yeah, I got what? these guys. I want that you to double cross for me. Cucamonga Heat. Oh. Yeah,
4: you we want,
6: want we Icarus must die. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah.
4: <laughs> in studio, the man, the myth, the legend, Joe Cardamone from the Icarus Salon.
1: Hi, thanks for having me. It's
4: been a long time.
1: It's been a minute. Yeah.
4: You know, the first time I had you in studio, people were like, you're having the Icarus line in? Like, dude, they are going to break your windows and pee on your rug. And I was like, they're animals on stage. I'm sure they're perfectly fine to be in studio.
0: And look what happened. Right? You're still here.
4: You're still here. Exactly. My carpet's fine. So V2, (laughs) major label, Icarus line gets signed. Yeah. Crazy. I know. What was that like?
0: Honestly, we wouldn't have been able to be signed anywhere else. Any other label, John Seidel was... Probably the only person on the face of the planet that would have signed the ban at that time, and who was. He didn't care what happened, you know, he just wanted to pour a little gasoline on the fire and, like, watch it. Cat, everybody. Come on. Cat.
4: Yes. Um, Joe. I mean, how it. did you get in the headspace for mean, such a role? It was a stretch. Yes. I needed some motivation, <laughs> uh, but Joe Cardamone of The Icarus Line gave it to me. And Joe and the director are going to do, they're going to do a screening at the Lemley in hmm. Santa Monica tonight of the film The Icarus Line Must Die. And then they're going to do a Q&A after. So, awesome. uh, it's really great. I urge you to watch the trailer. I'll tweet it out uh, again and you can And, and you are can you going to be there? Uh, I'm going to try to make it. I'm, okay. st- I'm doing FIFA stuff. I got- I'm oh, like on very busy. Every
8: time I turn on the World Cup, I hear cat. I love that. Isn't
4: that awesome? <laughs> I love it. I do love it. But <sighs> it's weird because it's international, so I'm yep. constantly like, hey, are you available at 11 p.m. to do it? You know, Yeah, whatever. Uh, Alright, other things you could do tonight. Um, the band Waves. They're doing a free show at Fig and 7th tonight, downtown L.A., which is always fun, and those guys are great. And then tomorrow, the Hollywood Bowl is filling itself with my Mariachi music. Oh. The 29th annual Mariachi USA show. Mm. 29th annual. Wow. That means it's been done twenty-eight times before. I'm thinking it's like half the half the seats though, because those hats—they're so big. They are big. How you get them all in there? Right. It's going to be amazing. So, some stuff you might want to go try.
6: Very cool, Kat. Yeah. Let's uh, wrap it up with some birthdays: Meryl Streep, Cindy Lauper, Carson Daly, and Donald Faison. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Allie,
8: and Kat. The social, uh, the SoCal helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win. Strikers commercial free for all during your drive home today. Here on the world famous K Rock. Monday, we're going to give you details on a huge band at a tiny little place. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass
11: it over to me. Get his wicks out of you.
7: Don't bogart
8: that
11: joint,
7: my friend.
8: Pass it over to me. Now hiring both locations. Pass it on, pass.
4: We put our dog down this morning. This was worse. I'm sorry, are you firing me? I am. Can you do that? I'm not sure.
11: Did it go well? No. And that concludes our evening. We hope you enjoyed the program and the food. Thank you all
1: for coming, and have a great evening.
7: Are we still in for drinks tonight?
4: Please stop asking us. We never
1: were.
7: Ah, Well, we'll figure it out later. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes.
10: San Dimas High School football rules. (laughs)